for the start of this podcast. Um, we did this podcast on my truck, in my truck, on the way down to Orem. So the audio is spotty at best, but this is an episode that I've kind of been waiting for for a little while, and I don't want to just set this off to a side. So please bear with the noise. Please bear with the audio challenges. I'm sorry, but... Uh, I hope you guys listened to this one because it's a really good one and uh, it was a lot of fun. So thank you all and hopefully you enjoy. All right, Laurel P. You ready for this? So ready. Okay. So you don't listen to podcasts at all? No. And you've never listened to mine? No. And you have no <laughs> idea You have no idea what you're about to get into? No, I have no idea, but I'm oh, a little nervous. I know you were a little nervous. It's kind of my favorite thing ever. <laughs> just kidding. Um, okay, so first, what I want you to explain and kind of talk about okay. is who you are in relation to me okay, and how we met each other. Okay. I want to hear your story and see how it matches up with my story and how we oh met. Oh, boy. Okay. Okay. I can do that. Take it away. Okay. My name is Laurel. I'm Ben's girlfriend. And nice. <laughs> we... I can do it, everybody. I did it. <laughs> Hooray! He did it! <laughs> Woo! We did it! Uh, let's see. We met about, let's see, a year and a half ago, actually. So, uh, yeah, a year and a half ago. And our friends had a baby, and Ben came to St. George to celebrate that baby's birth. And we all went mini golfing, and this is how I met Ben. So, like, a friend of a friend, basically. Yes. So, Draper was part of the booze yes and is my high school one of my high school best friends well it's probably my high school best friend sarah and laurel might hear that and they might wring my neck <laughs> sarah and laurel also laurel b laurel b not laurel p yeah this is laurel p that's me also we're in a car driving <laughs> we're gonna just video this out <laughs> and see how this goes it's a fun little road trip <laughs> it's a fun podcast road trip. <laughs> um but yeah so draper had miles Draper and I had Miles, and we came down, and uh, I made it a point that when we went mini-golfing, to talk to you at every possible chance that I could. Yeah. And it didn't work. Okay, I wasn't emotionally <laughs> available at the time. At, yeah, at that point you were not. Yeah, so. Um, so, yep, we met, very casually. Yes. Kind of really chill. And then. And then. A year and a half later. A year later, because we're what? Wait. Six-ish months. Oh, sorry. Yeah, a year, year later. Yeah. So back in about April, um, I get a little DM on Instagram from Ben Coons, and it says, "Hey, Laurel." And <laughs> we ended up going to Lava Hot Springs Wait, did it in all, Idaho. All I said was, "Hey, Laurel." Okay, I don't exactly remember okay. the first time okay, okay, that's okay, what you okay. said. That's me, good. But hey, Laurel's pretty weak. Okay, okay, I don't, okay. All I, I know, know is that in a matter of 24 hours, we were going to go to Lava Hot Springs in Idaho when I lived in Orem, and you lived in Smithfield, which was already two hours away, and then the Lava Hot Springs was, was hour and a half, another so hour and a half drive. But I was ecstatic. She was pumped, and it made me nervous. <laughs> yeah, so let's see. I made the drive to Smithfield, and then got, and then... Met up with Ben, and we drove his. Oh, it was my 
my grandma's, we passed my grandma's Buick LeSabre or something like that. Yeah. Some old ass. Because your car was kind of out of commission, right? My truck was out of commission. Yeah. Yeah. So it had been a year since I had seen Ben. And then we were just going to go up and do this little road trip together. And it was going to be fun. So we like hop in the car like right after I get there. And Ben's very sweet. He did the driving because he's Ben and he's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. And then we drove. And then partway through, I could tell Ben was kind of nervous. And I was like, hey, I know I don't know him very well. But I can tell he's nervous and I really want to help him. So I kind of like decided that partway through that I was making him nervous. And I was like, okay, I think I can diffuse this situation. And so I was very honest with him, and I said, Hey, Ben, just so you know, my life is very hard right now. <laughs> I'm coming from a tough spot, and I am not looking for anything crazy. But I really wanted to spend this time with you and get to know you more. Yep. Yeah. So that is how that happened. And we went to Lava Hot Springs, and it was super fun. The hottest pool, we didn't even get in. We just dipped our toes in, and we were like, nope, because it was like, what, 120? Yeah, something like, not, definitely not for me. That's all I know. Ugh, it was it so freaking hot. And then we went to the next hottest pool, and I think we did like 10 minutes in that one. And then it got too hot. <laughs> and then it was way too hot. And then we went to the next one, and that one was more bearable, but not quite it. And then we just sat, like, then we sat the in the kids, <laughs> where the little kids were. Yeah, and then we went to the coolest like hot springs pool or whatever and we were there for about an hour and we made like kind of friends with like an older couple an older couple yep yeah <laughs> from wyoming I think. yes yeah and they were like so are you guys dating and it was like really awkward <laughs> 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 anyways so after the hot springs was like and we had fun this whole time it was a lot after fun. we yes. got over the nerves and everything we yeah. just really let go and just had fun getting to know each other and then we went to this, like, really good, like, snack stand that was super cheap. And we got a churro. And hot cocoa. And hot cocoa. And that was, it was great. It hit the spot. And then we drove back. Yep. So that was our first date. That was our first date. Yes. Yep. And then we went on a couple after that. Yeah. We were kind of, both kind of on the same page of, like, getting to know each other. Because we really didn't know each other that well. In the hour that we hung out, yeah, like, I got very little detail about who Laurel was. Yeah, so I remembered that Ben was super nice and really friendly, and he reminded me of one of my best friends from high school. So that was really neat. And right before our date, right after I was like either about to commit to going on the date or I had already committed, I called my friend Maya, who is oh. Javer's fiance, and I said, "Hey." I, I, I think I'm about to commit to go on this date with Ben. Like, this is a good idea. And Maya's like, yes, Laurel, this is a good idea. And I was like, okay, great. Okay, and do you, want, do you want to tell him who was on the phone with Draper? Oh, like, and at the then same time? at the same time, Ben and Draper were on the phone talking about it. But I don't really know exactly what happened. I was, that's why I was freaking out. Oh, you were freaking I out? I was pacing that. Oh. So, I didn't, ex I think I told you this. So, Draper had mentioned that you were newly single. Yeah. And then I said, okay, cool. She lives in St. George. That's five and a half hours from me. I'm not going to do this. Like, it's like, cool. 
he goes, actually, she's an Orm now. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> it's two hours away from me. Like, sweet. And then Tristan was like, he's only making that excuse because he didn't have the balls to do it. And I'm like, whoa, dude. <laughs> and then he's like, you don't. I'm like, whatever. Goes, I'll bet it. you five bucks <laughs> right now that you wouldn't DM her. I said, fine. And that's when I DM'd you. Because <laughs> Tristan just egged me on. Cause, and it worked. It, it worked. It, 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 but then... I didn't expect much from, I just expected, hey, like, to kind of chat a little bit, but really just kind of like, well, whatever. And then... I'm pretty sure I'm the one who asked you out, right? We got to talk, we got kind of talking about, like... What uh, we wanted to do yeah, in things that you, Yeah, like, things that you enjoyed to do, and then, like, at that time, like, you would just, you would move to the place in Orem, and, like, uh-huh. oh, we spent a lot of time in the hot tub, and then I'm like, oh, you ever been to a hot springs? And you're like, no, but I really wanted to go. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, there's a hot springs close to where I live, which, by the way, there's, like, three that are closer than Lava. Yeah. But Lava's the only one that I knew about. <laughs> it was still fun. And I said, and then you said, oh, we should definitely do something like that. That'd be really cool. And I'm like, cool, I'm down. And then you went, how does Friday sound? It's Wednesday night. Oh. <laughs> it was Wednesday. And I said, yes, I'm in. And you're like, cool, I'll drive up. What's your address? And I'm like, hold on. <laughs> this is getting real. Wait a minute. <laughs> I don't... You said that you're going on, like, you've committed, in my brain, I'm like, you said yes, like, we're going on a date now, like, this is what this is, and I'm like, that doesn't, so then I, I called my brother, I said, I think I'm going on a date, can you watch Emma, my dog, Yeah. and he goes, you think you're going, or you are going, I said, I think I'm going on one, and then he's like, Will, are you going somewhere with somebody, or not, I go, yeah, me and Laurel, who's a friend of Draper's, She's going to come up and we're going to Lava Hot Springs on Friday at 7. And he goes, hey, dude, that's the definition of a date. Like, you guys <laughs> are going together to a destination to do something. And you're not going to be home. You need me to watch Emma. I go, yeah. He goes, that's a date. I'm like, I think so. And he goes, no. No, I think <laughs> it is. And I'm like. Were you guys supposed to work out that day or something? Yeah, that's what it was. Just work out. And instead yeah. of working out, we were, he's going to watch Emma for me. And then I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm going on a date. And then I said it. And then I panicked immediately. So then I called Draper and I said, hey, man, this worked. And he goes, what do you mean? And I'm like, I think I'm going on a date with Laurel. He goes, you think or you are? And they had the same conversation with Draper. <laughs> and he's like, dude, it's just a date, whatever. And I said, yeah, but like it's not because, you know, it's Laurel. And he's like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, yeah, but if you knew, you would understand. He goes, I know Laurel. I introduced <laughs> you to Laurel. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And I saw so I was freaking out. So like freaking out on Draper on one side. And then yeah. Draper says, hold on. And he goes, he goes, Laurel's on the other line with mine. I'm like, oh, jeez. <laughs> cool, dude. Cool. Like, awesome. And so, like, I, I worked myself up quite a bit. I shouldn't have. No. Everything was fine. Everything it's, was it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It was fine. fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, I worked myself up quite a bit. Which is one of my, it's, I love to look back on that memory. Because I'm like, you were very much over there. Because I am very much not that way now. No. Maybe a little too comfortable at times. A little. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, but yeah, so, and then after the lava, we kind of just, we did plan things, but most of the time it was hanging out with them, with friends, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And doing things here and there. Yes. But it was always fun and like really lighthearted and just happy. I would agree. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, and then we got to tell we kind of just kind of kept in touch and over time 
blossomed into a beautiful flower of what it is now. It's a very good flower. Very good flower. I love this flower. It's a great flower. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, awesome. And I'm very happy that that all went down. Me too. I'm very, very grateful for it because it's been, it's been really fun. Lots of memories. Lots of memories. Lots of good memories. Um, so that's how you know me. And that's kind of how the, the part you play, we'll kind of dive in a little bit more about it. Yeah. Later okay. on. But for those who are listening, who don't know you, where are you from? Okay. Kind of how, what brought, you know, kind of your, kind of what's your kind of life story about where you've tracked and how you ended up. Oh, wow. In my, you know. In your life? In my life. Okay. Here's what happened. So I'm from Washington State. I was born in Olympia and it was a great place to grow up. I spent the first 17 years of my life there. And it was a good childhood. I had lots of good friends. And I played volleyball growing up, and that was super fun. And I still kind of play just for fun here and there. Mostly at the sandbar, if I ever have free time. <laughs> yep. I'll go play at the sandbar. And she doesn't want to play on a doubles team with me because she thinks I'm bad. I haven't seen you play yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it'll work out. It'll be great. It'll be fun. It'll be fine. I'm excited. And then... Um, Let's see, after Washington, I moved to St. George to go to college at Dixie State, or whatever you want to call it, Utah Tech. Uh, Utah, Utah Tech. And I went to school there for a year. And this surprises just about everybody, but around 20 years old, I got married. And that was awful. <laughs> I'm not going to go into that's details about don't, it, because no, I don't think that's necessary. No. But I just picked the wrong person, right? And then I was married for four years from 20 to 24, and then got a divorce, and then um, started to kind of date a little bit, and that was really interesting. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I just, I don't know, everyone started great but ended awful. And then, let's see, in, what year are we in, 2023? 2023. In 2022, I met somebody, and we started a date, and eventually we both moved to Orem in January of this year, and then broke up, and then the thing that was so great about Ben is I could tell he was just different from everybody else, like right off the bat, right? Like I had kind of talked to him, but like not for an extended period of time, but that whole little road trip first date that we did was super telling. He was just, like, way more genuine, and I think genuine's the best word I can come up with, because everyone, like, seemed genuine at first that I went on dates with, but Ben was, like, the real deal. Like, this is who I am. This is how I feel about things. Like, he kind of wears it on his face a little bit most of the time, and it was all just seemed very accurate and, like, not fake and just super real, so that was really easy for me to hold on to and just feel like I really, I don't know, I felt like I knew you, or you seemed really familiar when we went on our first date, so that was really nice, and not just because you reminded me of, like, one of my childhood best friends, but it just seems like we were similar in a lot of ways, so that was really neat, and then, yeah, after April, and over the last six months, things have kind of just grown, and yeah, I don't know. What other? What other? That's perfect. That's <laughs> okay. awesome. Um, one of the really fun facts and really cool things about Laurel 
is that um, she works as like she does makeup for weddings, like oh, makeup yeah. and hair for weddings, <laughs> yes. which is which she's damn good at. By the way, Dang. everyone should go look at all of her stuff she does on Instagram and stuff because she posts it. She posts stuff there, and it's phenomenal. Laurels underscore locks. Uh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> yeah, um, so it's fun. I and, like it. Uh, and really good at it. So how did hair and makeup be? Because like, that's a big part of your world. Like It's something that you're very passionate about. Yes. And you're working in your passion, which not a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. So, like, one, how did you get to that point of, like, that's how you found out it was your passion? Uh-huh. And then how does it feel to be working a name for yourself in that passion um it feels good <laughs> so I feel like I started off really small because like I've always loved hair and makeup mm-hmm. and then I kind of just did it on myself and then on and then let's see my senior year in high school I had friends reach out to me and go Laurel will you do my hair and makeup for prom and homecoming and I was like yeah of course and so I kind of just, like, for the first time, put makeup on another human being and realized that it was a lot harder than doing makeup on myself because I had been doing makeup on myself for, like, since I was, like, 14. So that was, like, I realized that it's a whole different dynamic, and that was good practice. And then when I was at Dixie State after a year, I went to my mom, and I was like, hey, I don't know what I want to do with my life. I know I'm not supposed to be a kindergarten teacher, yada, yada, yada. And I don't want to waste money or time. And, like, the first thing she says, basically, was, Laurel, why are you, don't you do hair, like, hair? And so I sat on it for about two weeks. And it just seemed like the most logical, reasonable next step for me to pursue. So I did that. And, like, I don't know. I, I've been licensed for about five years. And I'm now finally doing the part of my, like cosmetology license that I love which is the wedding industry so like wedding hair and makeup so that's really cool and like in my downtime at hair school all I did was practice updos on other students and on mannequins like I learned all the different kinds of braids and practice on thick hair thin hair fine hair coarse hair like anything I could get my hands on and now I'm finally able to like execute all these skills that I've been like suppressing (laughs) at salons (laughs) Because no one ever comes in to get their updo done at, like, JCPenney's salon, which was my first, like, hair job or whatever. So this was this is, like, a very exciting turning point in my life, and I'm really happy about it. So what's it like? What has been that feeling like to be able to work in something that you're really passionate about? Oh, uh, it's been good. I don't think – I don't know. I know I'm in the right field because I'm genuinely just, like, happy with my – like work like when I'm at work doing wedding hair and makeup even if it's like a million different bridesmaids I'm like genuinely happy doing it because like the outcome of them being like wow I get to celebrate this wonderful day with my best friend and I get to be in pictures and feel beautiful like that's just really rewarding so it's a good feeling to have that you just kind of give somebody a little extra boost on a happy memory in their life so that's awesome yeah you're crushing it oh thanks killing the game Thank you. Nothing but compliments from everybody. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, one of the other things kind of that ties into makeup is uh, you also do not just 
beautiful wedding makeup, but you could make a real gnarly scar doing VF, VF, X, VF, FX makeup. FX makeup. Yeah. Um, where did you find out that that was something that you were, one, good at, and two, something that you wanted to keep working on? Because it is very opposite end of the spectrum for what you do. Oh my gosh, I love how opposite it is. It is so opposite. Uh, Let's see. So it was my friend Missy's Halloween party, and I think that was about, oh wow. Let's see. um, It was my friend Missy's Halloween party about, let's see, six years ago. And I was Little Red Riding Hood, and I wanted to do a wolf scratch across my face, but I didn't want to do, like, a press-on tattoo or anything. I was like, no, this has to look gross. (laughs) So I, like, looked up some videos, because I've always kind of been intrigued by that kind of side of makeup. And it wasn't, like, super hard for me, and I did it in about five minutes, and it didn't actually look that awful. And my friend Missy has a really weak stomach, and I came out of the bathroom with fake blood and liquid latex on my skin, and it looked like my skin had just been, like, kind of trashed. And she looks at me, and she goes, I can't even look at you. Like, you look really gross. And I was like, sweet, that's how it's supposed to be. Like, I feel really bad that you're grossed out, but I don't know. That's funny. Yeah, so that that was really fun. And then I kind of just, there was... I think it was that same year I did mermaid scales underneath my skin. It kind of just looked like that. It had been like ripped off and there's a patch of mermaid scales underneath my skin. So that was really cool. And then I got more makeup knowledge this last year and I did like horns coming out of my forehead. That was pretty gruesome looking. Like they had just grown out of my skin. So that was really cool too. That's awesome. Yeah. Again, really good at it. Thanks. Just gonna hide you up the entire time. That's okay. Basically, <laughs> just hide, hide you up the entire time. Oh, thanks. Um. So you kind of, there. You know, you kind of glossed over the fact that you went through um, some rougher times in your life, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had the lovely opportunity to meet your parents. Well, I met your mom before, but I met your dad. Yeah. And then um, I met uh, your brother and sister-in-law mm-hmm. vaguely, but. To kind of backtrack a little bit, what what is it? Lo- what was it like to have? Because again, knowing them, very kind, very sweet people. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it like to have that support system behind you in those? And like, what did it mean for you to have that support system behind you when times were kind of rocky for you? So this is gonna sound like kind of crazy. My family loves me so much, and they have my whole life, and I've loved them my whole life, and like they're really good people. I didn't realize how much I could lean on them when things got hard. I'm not really much of a leaner. I'm a really independent person. Right. But, like, in the middle of my marriage, like, year three, I didn't realize until, like, year three that I could actually talk to somebody in my family about how not great it was. And so that's kind of when I knew that, like, everything was going to be okay. Like, I know that kind of sounds, like, really simple, but, um, I don't know. I just found out that I have, like, rocks in my life, and that's really nice. So, that's, like, when I kind of found out when I, like, let's see, 23 years old. I I feel like I found out a little too late, but, (laughs) like, my family is super great, so that's really nice. How does that help you kind of moving forward, like, as you uh, go through like your day-to-day life now 
and like moving forward on how um, like how you have that aspect of like out outlook on family now like how does that help you move forward day to day so I live in Orem now next to my brother and his family and I go over there maybe once a week or once every two weeks, and I just divulge my life on them, and it's really great. So I basically just give them, like, hour-long updates on what's going on, and, like, lately it's all been super happy and everything, which has been really good. And, like, I don't know, my family is, like, it's, I don't know, they celebrate with me when things are so, so good, and they empathize and they're so compassionate when things are bad. But, like, lately it's all been just, like, they've been so happy for me. I'm not going to cry. I'm fine. You're okay. It's all good. And, like, it was so great because I was talking to my sister-in-law, Marin. Oh, gosh, was that yesterday? Two days ago. Two days ago. Two days ago. I was talking to her in my parents' basement about how great Ben is and... I don't know, and this happened also when I was talking to my friend Ivory, but when I was talking to them about how different Ben is and how genuine he is and how happy I am, they both my best friend Ivory and my sister-in-law Marin know me so well, they could genuinely see that I was, like, finally in a good relationship and in a good spot. And so they both kind of started to cry, and, like, it was, like, really just sweet that they could kind of feel that kind of happiness for me when I was feeling it, and they were so, like, kind of at peace with it almost, which was really cool. And that was just a really good feeling to have, just kind of have that reciprocation from for a friend and from my sister-in-law. So that was really cool. Um, talking about Ivory, and we kind of talked this, about this a little bit earlier today, too. Uh-huh. Um, we talked about, like, having good, just, like, having friends in your life. Yeah. Um, we talked about Ivory. We talked about Maya. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned your friend from Washington that I remind you of. Yeah. Things like that. Um, and I've asked this question a lot with Tristan and with Brett and with my friends Brandon and Kyle kind of a little bit. But, like, when you think of the word friend, like, you, you see Ivory and, like, you see Maya and you see these people, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what are those characteristics what, what characteristics do those people have that you can qualify that make them, like, that you consider them a friend? Like, what are your, what are your, you know, class, you know qualifications, for lack of a better term, for, like, calling somebody your friend? So I think the biggest one for me is that they are, like, there through, like, with you through thick and thin. Because I think, like, when, if you look at life, like, kind of in a line, you're not always going to be your best. <laughs> sometimes you're going to be at your worst or sometimes you're going to be just like, okay. And like over the last, is it been three years? Over the last like about three-ish years, Ivory, Maya, and me, we've like all been through a lot. But when I look at my life specifically and how they handled like me being at my best and them just being happy for me and just kind of like being with me, like celebrating it and then them seeing me at my worst and how patient they were with me and how understanding and just like how thoughtful they were with like the conversations that we had together. I think those are the moments that I hold most like near and dear to my heart with those friendships. Cause like I'm at a high right now, which is really great. And like, they're both just super happy for me and it's really great. And the wonderful thing is, even though like, if I'm like at my best and let's say I was doing like, okay or whatever, we can both still be like, 
whatever the other person needs for each other in their life. So, like, if she's, like, let's say she's, like, at, like, a lower point, I can still be her hype man or give her all the compassion she needs, whatever she needs, and she can still be happy for me even if I'm, like, in a different place. So, and I think it's, like, being understanding of, like, where your friend's at and, like, just being, I don't know, just, like, showing care and love and yeah that's just pretty much it that's good i yeah. like that <laughs> because for the most part uh, like i said for the most part you and i have a pretty close definition of like what consider what you consider somebody um or how you consider somebody a friend like i have yeah. i have a pretty high bar yeah me too um and it's mostly because they're i used to have a pretty low bar Mm-hmm. And you get hurt X amount of times. And yeah. And I'd be like, no, what? No. Yeah. It's time to kind of raise it a little bit. For sure. Um, uh, the one thing that I did find interesting, again, like we talked about earlier today, is that, like, um, the the lengths that we go for our, that's not necessarily the right way to phrase it, I don't think, but, like, the things that we necessarily, like, strive for for our friends are are kind of different like um uh, there are sometimes where I just like I don't care to know sometimes my friends drive me up a wall mm-hmm. and they'll they know that they do mm-hmm. and I have zero desire to kind of be like I wonder why they do that or what like what joy they get out of that it's just kind of one of those things where I'm kind of like yeah whatever um and whereas you are more there's a lot more kind of a compassion and understanding aspect of it. Like you want to know the way how your friends tick. Yeah. And like you want to understand like because in this is kind of my my thought behind it from the outside outside looking in. I want to kind of see how right I am or kind of if that's kind of the same track that you think of. Uh-huh. It's because like the, the the better you can understand someone like Ivory, like the more you can kind of get to know their ins and outs mm-hmm. um, and like you can know you know whether what motivates them or what drives them or whatever it is like that's a better way for you to be able to because how your personality like it helps you kind of get into their lives a little more where you, you know the best way to help them oh absolutely yeah and there comes a point where I'm like building a relationship with somebody that I'll be like okay how well do I know them right now and like have I seen them like this before? And if I have, then how can I, like, apply what I learned before from that situation that was good to help them now? Like, it's all, like, a big learning process for me. Right. So, I don't know. Like, there was at one point, because, like, I do have a harder time reading one of my friends, Maya. And <laughs> at one point, I think we had been friends, I don't even know, for, like, maybe three months. And she can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was about three months. Because we met when school started, and then we went to, like, a Halloween thing later. So it might have been less than that. But I, like, adored her, and I thought the world of her already. And so we were driving back in the car, and sometimes it's as simple as asking. So I just turned to her, and, like, I'm not going to cry for this either. (laughs) I turned to her, and I can't remember. Okay, so I turned to her, and I said, hey, Maya, like, how can I be the best friend that I can be for you? Because I had already, like, realized that I really cared about her and I wanted what was best for her. 
and I just wanted it to be like a tool she could have in her life just to help make her happy or something. So I asked her, and I won't forget her response. I'm not gonna cry. You got it. You got it. Okay. She said, just keep being yourself, basically. And I was like, that's so nice. Because, like, I thought she could be, like, I thought she was going to say something a little more constructive, which is, like, in, like, in the good way, like, oh, when I'm like this, if you could just be more like this or something like that. That's kind of what I was looking for. And I wasn't really, like, mentally prepared for the answer of just be yourself. This is going great, you know? Right. Because, like, before Maya, honestly, Maya's the one that kind of started it. I was terrible at making friends with girls. That's a whole other thing. But, like, I really was working on it at that point in my life to, like, find good girlfriends. And she was the first one that really clicked. Like, pretty soon after I started to, well, not soon after. I'd say, like, a couple months into really focusing on that part of my life, Maya's the first one that really stuck. So that was, like, super special. And the fact that she said that to me made it, like, even more solidified in my mind that, like, everything was good and that Maya's a good friend. And I'm a good friend for her and she's a good friend for me. So that was really nice. That's nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I, the, the outlook that you have um, when it comes to individuals in your life, like, I find um, very, like, endearing. Sometimes I look at, like, relationships in my life and be like, I might be a bad friend. Like, I see the way that, that you treat a lot of the people that you're really close with. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's hard because mine, Draper, Brett, and Draper's relationship is... Yeah. And I've talk, I talked to Tristan about this. I think I've talked all of them about this at least once. Uh-huh. Like, it is not a conventional friendship. Like, it is very, it is very out there. Like, if the four of us were sitting in a room very casually mm-hmm. and we had just people watching in and listen to us talk to one another mm-hmm. they would think that we hate each other like with a burning fiery passion that we don't want anything to do with each other mm-hmm. but I would take a bullet for any one of them yeah but like that's kind of like our relationship that's kind of how it, that's kind of like this but again not all of my relationships are like that like it's a very specific um, it's a very specific friendship group that like it's very odd like that but even I look back at, at people like uh, my buddy Kyle and Brayden and um, sometimes even Alex of like, you know, I don't necessarily do those small things where like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand what makes them take and I don't really get into their lives and see how I can be a better friend. And like, I used to not do that, but like I, I, I think about those things more often now. Okay. Um, and so like, um, I don't, I have, again, I haven't talked to, I, I talked to Brayden and Kyle and Alex from time to time, but like, and I haven't really done like, hey, like, how can I just be like a better friend for you? But like a lot of those guys have been a lot on my mind a whole lot more, like because of like the, your, your, um, what am I looking for? Your outlook on friendship and how it's kind of been a little eye-opening for me even though I haven't necessarily acted on it, like, it is very interesting to see from your perspective, or, like, from my perspective, to see how you interact with your friends. Because it's very different than what I'm used to, uh-huh. which is not bad. It's a very, it's a very good thing. Yeah. Um, it, it's just one of those things that I've always found, I found I've always found in the street from 
really when I started to really get to know you and and how you want to interact with people and how you want to build relationships with people is very different from how I how I would uh-huh. if that makes sense I think there's a similar like borderline philosophy that both of us have though and that's if your friends are good for you and you're good for them then that's what matters yeah. you know right. and if they Agreed. add to your life and they make you happy then why wouldn't you be friends with them right yeah you know agreed agreed um but yeah i mean that's, that's, those are some of the small things that you know my outlook on different relationships that i've had with friends um and even like uh to kind of backtrack a little bit so um when you and i first like got reconnected mm-hmm. uh, like i was very excited for those who don't and i'm gonna put this on the record now because it needs to be out there okay when i first saw when i first saw you yeah i was like oh my god she's beautiful like that was like the response that was like what my my initial response in my head was you're very sweet um and then did the mini golf i played it real cool real real cool guy mcgee and then um we got into the we got into uh tristan's car after uh after mini golf yeah and then i went because you went home because you had your family was coming into town and everything like that, so you went home. And I told Brett and Tristan, I'm like, that girl is stunning. Like, and I just kind of like talked about how how cute you were, stuff like that. And then I talked to Draper, and Draper's like, oh, she's got a boyfriend. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> and so I, but from the very get go, I always thought like, okay, like she is stunning. So I've always thought, as far as your physical appearance, I was always like, oh, nice. <laughs> Um, oh, but then as I got to, as I got to know you, um, I was at a point of my life where I was really starting to kind of like close the, and it sucks to hear me like reflect back on it, but like close the door on relationships in general. Like I wasn't motivated to be in a relationship. Uh, I didn't. I wasn't willing to put in the work to do the to get in a relationship, and it really wasn't like a priority for me. Like it never really. Like, I had gotten so numb that I was just kind of it's whatever and looking back on it like that's a scary thought now looking back on it but then when we reconnected I forgot like how exciting it was to get to meet a new person and I forgot like how like the nerves that I got with you I missed those even though it sucks and I can't eat or I can't really like fully enjoy myself those nerves I, I missed those nerves because it means like hey there's something that you can mess up here like don't mess it up like it's it, as weird as it may sound like I missed that feeling of like having something at stake and then getting to know you and then building with you over you know for a couple months and you know there was a, there was a kind of like a little time period in there where things weren't always looking up for us uh-huh. but like I told you on that night that like you'll always play a special part in my life because you helped me realize that I can be excited about an individual mm-hmm. and like and I hadn't felt that in a really 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 long time and like it kind of gave me kind of gave you the light at the end of the tunnel it kind of gave me hope again and like and I always held on to that hope of like I'm very excited about Laurel 
and I really want to be excited about Laurel and I want Laurel to be excited about me and I want that. That's what I want. But at the end of the day, like Laurel will always play a special part in my, in my life because she helped me find that again. And so like that, and then, so that really was the first impact that you made on my life of like breaking out of a spot that I didn't want to be in and now and putting me in a spot where like, okay, I can build on a place that I want to be at. And as I got to get to know you and got to understand how your relationships are with your friends and get to kind of see your relationship with your family and what that means to you and like all of these little impacts and you know, the, the calming, the calmness that you bring to my life. Um, a lot of that, like there's a lot of small impacts that have been put into my life that I have been beyond grateful for. Like having you in my life for those reasons. It's really cheesy and it's really corny. And I, I like the corny. And I don't care. I, I really think don't it's care. very sweet. <laughs> but that's what I have appreciated. And that's, again, like, I'm glad. I'm glad because I was always kind of hesitant on asking you to do this because I'm like, I don't know, it's not really your thing. And then you mentioned it today and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm doing <laughs> it today. Like, I'm doing it. Like, we're going to do it. Uh-huh. Because I was bitten wanting to do it for a long time because of the impact that you made but like I didn't know how you would feel about it or where you were at but like to be excited but like for you to be like hey you I should can I do one I'm like oh yeah like I've been waiting for that <laughs> moment for you to be like when am I going to be on or like do you not want me like for you to mention it in some way uh-huh. because I've been waiting to have this conversation for a really long time okay <laughs> so I'm glad that you asked but like that's you made such a huge impact on my life and you continue to make an impact on my life every single day and like opening my eyes just to different perspectives and to different again I'm ex- I, I just get excited about a person every single day and the excitement grows more and more and more and more and like I missed that and now I have that again and like it's all because of you so it's really cool for me to I don't know it's cool for me to have that in my life again. I really like having that in my life again. And I'm glad it's you that I'm sharing it with. Me too. Um, and so, yeah, I just, but you've made a huge impact in my life. And, like, you'll always play a part in my life. I know that. And I'm just really glad that you're around. And I'm glad that we just happened to roll up into St. George on a random-ass week. Or weekend. <laughs> And then you just happened to come over. Yeah. And it just kind of all unfolded how it did. Like, I'm really glad it did. It worked out. And I love... Timing's a weird thing. And I Timing love, is so it's weird. It's so interesting to think about. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So I'm glad that we were able to do this. I'm glad that we were able to... People can actually hear who you are. Because yeah. there may be, like, my, you know, people who are in my life now who have, like, no idea that you are uh-huh. and now they can get it like people will get a better understanding of like that's good i hope i did a good job yeah. <laughs> it's not over yet i've got, okay. one, I've okay. got one more thing you have one more thing okay more i got thing. this okay this is a little bit of it you might have to think about it on it a little bit okay i'm ready okay? but here's here's the here's the question the final question of the podcast oh boy at the end of all of these i ask whoever i'm talking with yeah to offer a piece of life advice uh-huh. that they can give to whoever's listening whether it's uh-huh people now or it's your nephews in the future or even your future kids okay a piece of life advice that you can give to people to lead 
and live a better, happier life. Got it. I got it. Oh, let's hear it. Okay. That was quick. (laughs) Well, like, I don't know. I only came up with it so quick because at one point, pretty recently, I had a group of friends that were mostly one of these girls. They were kind of struggling with this concept. But, um, so I got married really young at 20, right? I don't think people, like, no matter how long it takes, if you want to find your person, give it time. <laughs> like, there's really no rush. I know that sounds awful, and I know it can be, like, really hard to be patient, especially when you just want that person so bad, and you want that in your life, and someone to be a part of your life, like, all the good things that come with having a person. But I don't think people realize, like, how much good can come from the time that you're born till the time that you meet that person. Like, there's a lot of self-work that can be done so that you're prepared to meet the person that you want to meet and can grow with. And, like, there's a lot of opportunity for just growth. And, like, I really do believe, like, you attract what you are, you know? And, like, if you need time to become that person, whether it's, like, a year or a couple years, like, really take that time to become something that you want more of in your life because like really there shouldn't be a rush that's that's my advice i love it that's good advice well thank you well thank you again for doing this i appreciate you you're welcome more than you know i appreciate you and hopefully we can keep doing this this is fun i like <laughs> i like doing talks with you they're a lot of fun. yeah i'll and get better maybe maybe <laughs> Maybe okay. next time we'll be traveling in a car. Yeah, this is kind of fun though. I like it. It is interesting. Yeah. It is interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, until next time. Until next time. Hit that stop button.